Right before I published this episode, I realized that I never introduced the title of my podcast. My name is Devin Merritt, um, and I have spent years working and studying uh, various fields, including psychology, philosophy, religion, business, particularly human resources. But beyond those talking points, I also have a very large enthusiasm for books, movies, and television shows. And so when I started developing the idea of making a podcast, I knew that I wanted to use those kinds of topics and different themes uh, throughout my podcast. Uh, While I'm starting this podcast solo by myself, trying to figure out how to utilize and implement the software, I have plans um, down the road to turn it into a more dynamic process where I have guest speakers on. Um, And something that I'd really like to do eventually is to... um, We've got a little bit of a storm outside um, that's kind of throwing off my train of thought. I'd like to set up a platform so that my listeners can send me different questions, topics, talking points, stories, etc. that they would like to hear discussed on the podcast. Um, So with all of that in mind, the the different stuff that we're going to be talking about, uh, the different themes, stuff that I'm interested in, I have decided to name this podcast The Merit Mindset. And if you have any thoughts or suggestions or talking points that you'd like to hear me discuss, the email address to this podcast is going to be (coughs) not a bunch of coughing. It's going to be revealed at another time, Um, but uh, that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. So very beginning, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time Uh, to listen to this. I hope you find it interesting, informative, and I absolutely thrive off of feedback. So if you have any suggestions, please send them my way. I have no idea what I'm doing, so trial and error, trying to overcome analysis paralysis. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a very long time, and this is just me spitballing and trying to figure out how to use the software. When I've been looking at trying to figure out what you're supposed to do when you start a podcast they say that you need to have a consistent theme the problem with that is there's a lot of different things that i'd like to talk about Uh, whether i'm talking about psychology or philosophy or religion or human resources or business or even just awesome movies books or tv shows other stories that i've heard that's kind of the object and name of this podcast is just, just talk about hopefully different and interesting things. And I hope that people who end up listening to this podcast find it to be 
just as interesting as something that they might find anywhere else. So I'm just rambling right now to try and experiment and tweak with this uh, software for just a little bit and we'll see how it goes. There's this uh, quote it says that there's a first time for everything. And this is my first attempt at making a podcast. Um, it's kind of interesting you think about doing anything at all, whether it's trying to start a weight loss program or going to the gym or doing anything brand new or just trying to establish a routine. Um, the hardest part is just getting started. Uh, and I guess it kind of turns into a matter of whenever you're trying to accomplish anything at all, you need to stop thinking about it. You just need to sit down and start doing something about what it is that you're wanting to do. And that's exactly what I'm doing with uh, this this podcast. And I mean, I've been thinking about doing one of these things for uh, like I said, a very long time, and I've just run into a lot of hurdles. You know, what software should I use? What topics should I cover? Uh, how do I get people to listen? What if people aren't interested in what I have to say? And all of this boils down to this idea called analysis paralysis. Um, you just think and think. You come up with ideas, you come up with um, different potential talking points, you come up with um, potential softwares, uh, potential people that you could invite onto it, and your list just becomes never-ending. And you have all these reasons not to get started because you have so many things that you're thinking about doing. And I was talking to a friend of mine uh, Again, demonstrating analysis paralysis, I was talking to a friend of mine several months ago, and she just flat out asked me, um, you know, are you, are you going through analysis paralysis? And uh, I realized that's exactly what I was going through. Um, and so um, it's kind of interesting, maybe... Maybe there's people here that don't understand what analysis paralysis is. And there's kind of a an interesting fable that um, talks about what analysis paralysis really is. Uh, and it starts with these two animals in a forest talking to each other. It is a cat and a fox. And these two are conversing about all of these different tricks and skills and maneuvers that they can do and the fox is totally bulldozing the entire conversation the cat barely gets to get a word in because the fox has all these tricks and all these maneuvers and there's just so much that this fox is capable of doing and thinking about in terms of maneuvers but the cat on the other hand, didn't have as many tricks or ideas that the fox did. And so the cat kind of leaned on one little talent or ability that it 
that it relied on to um, show its skills and what what have you. Um, So with the Fox's library of tricks and strategies that it can implement and its long-winded conversation about how amazing this Fox is, um, and there are, there are many different versions of this fable, and so depending on the, the version that you listen to, um, some, some versions of this fable suggest that the Fox had you know up to 80 different strategies that it would lean upon uh, to demonstrate all the various tricks and maneuvers. Well, unfortunately for um, the cat and the fox, there's a hunter that shows up with some pretty ferocious uh, dogs, a big pack of dogs. And the the cat, um, realizing that it really only had one thought or one trick or one maneuver, just jumps right on that one trick and that one maneuver that it was aware of and it was able to climb up a tree and get to safety. Whereas the fox, um, with all of his multiple tricks and strategies and everything that he could implement, he got analysis paralysis. He couldn't think, well, what should I do? Should I do this one? 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 And horrible story short... Um, the fox ends up getting ripped to shreds uh, right after trying to decide on which one of the 80 different strategies um, that it wanted to utilize to escape safety. And so that is the parable or the fable of analysis paralysis. If all you do is think about what you should do or what you could do, Um, you're going to have all these ideas, but you're not going to be taking any action. And sometimes it's nice to just have one idea and move forward with that and have that be the one chance that you get so that you can escape safety. And so um, me launching this very first episode is me trying to overcome uh, analysis paralysis. You know, I don't think too many people would want to use uh, the Joker as a moral exemplar or even someone that you'd want to take life advice from. Uh, But I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. I love Christopher Nolan movies. And Heath Ledger's rendition of the Joker was fantastic. I know I'm probably jumping on a bandwagon with uh, that perspective. Um, There's a lot of people, I don't think I know a lot of people who would say that they don't like Heath Ledger's version of the Joker. Um, Unless they said he creeped him out too much, at which point that is further proof that he played his part very well. Um, But he has a line in that movie where he's talking to uh, Harvey Dent Two-Face in uh, the hospital. And when he's talking to Harvey Dent, he kind of alludes to this thing where he's like, do I look like a guy with a plan? And then he uses this analogy where he says, I'm a dog chasing cars. And then he kind of adds to that point further. He says, you know, I just do things. Um, And in addition to the fable of analysis paralysis with the cat and the fox, the cat just did things. 
or in this case it did a thing, whereas the fox just kept being analytical with all the different thoughts and plans and potential solutions. And sometimes if we are overly analytical, um, paralysis can take action and prevent us from accomplishment. Uh, we want to do things perfectly. We want things to sound perfectly. We want the music to be perfect. We want our image to be perfect. We want the rehearsal to be perfect. And all of those things just prevent us from doing things. And so instead of just thinking about what you want to accomplish or a goal that you want to attain or how awesome it would be if you could do a particular thing, Stop thinking about it and just start doing something and uh, see how it turns out from there. Uh, my friend, when she asked me about analysis paralysis in a roundabout way, um, she was telling me that I just needed to do something because it was the same kinds of things like, well, what if people don't like it or what should I talk about or what software should I use? There's so many. I mean, and that's the other thing, too, even in doing research, uh, trying to prepare for even doing this podcast, there's so many different softwares out there. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter which software you opt to use. They're all going to, in some degree, kind of pump out the same result. Um, and so just, you know, just do stuff. Stop thinking about stuff. Um, analysis paralysis, uh, beyond just uh, preventing people from uh, accomplishment, you know, there's a lot of ambitions that people will have that will go unfulfilled, you know. Um, it's kind of interesting, too. I just think about, like, I'm writing two separate books right now. One of them is more of a fictional book, and another one's more of a, a religious book. But, um, you know, I have these ambitions to write and publish books. And I could think all day long about what I should write, how it should end, how it should start, you know, and then nothing gets written. And so, you know, you whatever ambitions you might have, don't let thinking about the ambition prevent you from doing it. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty cool. Um hobbies beyond ambitions going unfulfilled hobbies are underdeveloped you know if there's uh, there's something that you like doing but you're too busy thinking about it or wanting to do it perfectly um you don't develop that hobby and then finally uh goals are unaccomplished if all you can do is think about what you'd like to accomplish those goals don't even become dreams they're just fantasies and so um, analysis paralysis is something that maybe we could all um, kind of take a self-assessment on and, and wonder, you know, what areas in my life do I exhibit analysis paralysis and what is analysis paralysis preventing me from accomplishing? We need to sometimes let go of the mentality of doing things perfectly Sometimes we just need to stop thinking and we just need to do things. Again, I hate to use him as uh, 
as a moral exemplar. But I think Joker was on to something when he said that, you know, he just did things. Um, returning to the fable, sometimes we just need to be like the cat and just climb the tree. Or we could go through a scenario where the cat went through analysis paralysis. What if there was a better tree that he could have climbed or a higher tree? Um, while considering these options, the, the cat would have been torn to pieces. You know, he, he didn't have time to think. He or she only had time to uh, act. And that's exactly... Um, I think that's one of the key points that we should take away from that little fable uh, is to avoid analysis uh, paralysis. I have a couple of quotes here um, that I just want to read in conclusion of this little introductory episode of Analysis Paralysis. The maxim, nothing avails but perfection, may be... uh, uh Uh-oh, well, that's embarrassing. I can't read my own handwriting. The maxim, nothing avails but perfection, may be... said shorter paralysis there it is i couldn't read my handwriting how embarrassing is that another case in point doesn't need to be perfect here's another quote the best thing is to do the the right thing the next best thing is to do the wrong thing the worst thing of all is to stand perfectly still um and then the last quote that i want to share better a good decision quickly than the best decision late So my parting question for you at the conclusion of this episode, do you have analysis paralysis?